Look, gotta shake those genetically enhanced hips. Uh. Look, gotta shake those genetically enhanced hips. subsidiary podcast. Uh, I'm your host for tonight, Cameron, and with me I've got my two best miniature buds in all the wide world. I've got on one no. side of me, Dave. <laughs> Dave, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> that wasn't awkward. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing good. <laughs> that was touching. It was. That's why I was oh. crying a little bit. So I had, yeah. to gather, I had to gather myself before I could respond. Well, that's all right. It's okay. You've just, you've got to really connect with your emotions, okay? You know, just let it let it happen. Um, yeah, let it go. Yeah, let yeah. it go. Oh no, don't start him with that. Oh, uh, oh sorry. <laughs> it's built in we're, me. We're not a frozen podcast. Uh, <laughs> <and> <laughs> Until they do frozen. Well, yeah, yeah. Since then, we are after miniatures. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be fair, that'd be pretty cool to paint. Um, but yeah, uh, and also yeah. as you can clearly here we're also joined by uh the delightful matthew tonight hello uh, what's up yeah. what's up um this, just i'm a, b- a bit uh, taken aback because i'm looking out my window and the sun is out and it's sort Ooh. of british winter time technically at the moment Ooh. so i'm a bit i'm a bit you know dizzy at the moment i can't i'm sort of coming to terms with it but <laughs> uh yeah all good ready to talk about miniatures nice. yeah good good um, yeah, so this is our traditional uh, now because we've. Ha- this is our third episode, so it is a tradition at this point. This is our traditional once every now and again mini dear mini to sort of catch up on what we're doing with various hobbies involving things like glue and knives and small pieces of plastic that get lost in your carpet forever <laughs> and you never find them ever again. Uh- <laughs> uh, d- drop that hand again. Dang it. It's gone. Uh, d- look, I... This happened uh, since the last mini mini podcast, so I'm just going to put it out here now. I lost a leg that was like half a millimeter thick and about two millimeters long. I'm never going to find that thing. No, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. Just get over it, Cameron. Just let it go. Oh, I did. Oh. I, I, I had to put. Oh God damn it! I had to put like a little <laughs> tiny bit of putty in to pretend it was a leg. Tried to sculpt a tiny foot and didn't really. Do that, but, <laughs> just, just, play, just, just just made tiny yeah. Tim. That's. <laughs> <laughs> just made pretend it had like Pretty leprosy much. or something. Just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the it comes green anyway. So. Yeah. yeah. The the yeah. lesson the lesson learned here is to only buy larger figures. <laughs> so if you drop yeah. them, you won't miss it. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. Well, this was a this was a necessary figure. We'll talk more about that later. Um, <laughs> because first, uh, 
Monster in Monster has its very famous worldwide acclaimed Yokai of the Week, so we of course have <laughs> our more organized, more detailed, and handcrafted Unit of the Week for you this week. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Uh, Matthew, what is our Unit Hello. of the Week? Yeah, Unit of the Week. See, obviously this differs to our usual one where we're obviously at the mercy of the dice, whereas <laughs> this is pre-chosen. So... It, which makes it that we should know more about this. <laughs> yes, we should be better prepared. But, in theory. Know, still, in theory, <laughs> but we'll still go with it. So, um, yeah, because obviously on the first Mini Deer Mini, we covered Primaris Marines in the 40k universe as uh, the first yeah. unit of the week. And we're sort of going a step above them. I know you're thinking, wow, above Primaris Marines. I'm like, yes, there's actually almost one step above, which is the uh, nicely named Adeptus Custodes. Which always, a lot of people have a bit of trouble pronouncing because they're like, <laughs> I think some people just call them custard, the adeptus custard. Yeah, um, I've, you know, I've just a lot of uh, custodes. Custodes. Well. I don't know. Both of those uh, sound rude. <laughs> yeah. I, <know>. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I think I, I think you're supposed to use all the vowels when you talk about anything in the 40k universe. I think that's the sort of general consensus. So yeah, it goes yeah. adeptus custodes, but. Um, mm. But yeah, they're basically, um, in theory, the the emperor. Right, so you've got obviously the primary, the Space Marines, Primaris Marines are are obviously the latest version of the Space Marine program, which derives from the Emperor uh, of mankind. And basically, the the Adeptus Exodes is his bodyguard. They're sort of his his legion, really, his unit of elite of the elite. You know, beyond elite. Whatever yeah. other adjectives you want to <laughs> add to it, um, dressed in gold, you know, and um, yeah. they're they're even bigger than normal space marines, Primaris marines, yep. and literally, um, there's at the moment I think there, there's about ten thousand of them in existence in the mm. in the actual universe where they were originally at ten thousand, then due to war got knocked down to about a thousand. Now they've uh, obviously been back producing again <laughs> back off mm. the factory uh, line and they're back up to 10,000 yeah. now <clears throat> um, I mean what do you what do you know about them Cameron from memory uh, I know that they're not very good at their jobs because they have one <laughs> job which was to bodyguard Protect the emperor, the emperor. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, that didn't work out very well uh, <laughs> no um, no exactly no, uh, yeah no they, they are our boys in gold um, mm-hmm. or occasionally black or occasionally white, or purple, or really any colour that comes to mind. Uh, They're actually quite variable for what seems like such a unified group. Um, They they have an interesting role, because just recently in the story, they've become much more active. Uh, For Mm -hmm. the last 10,000 years, they've stayed on one planet and done one thing, which is stand around the Imperial Palace and say, we're going to make this place safe, because we messed up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, basically. (laughs) I mean that, yeah. that's why they're they're now because they traditionally wear gold and obviously wear red uh, sort of leather and cloth as you know part of their outfit. Whereas for this sort of last ten thousand years, they've been basically wearing black to commiserate yeah. their the loss of the emperor, even though he's technically alive, but he's yeah. he's on in stasis on the uh, golden throne. So yeah, basically they're they're dressed in black, just commiserating what they've done and now through the the sort of new era of the 40k universe which is called the the gathering storm they 
they're basically back wearing red again. They've you know they've they've picked themselves up, dust themselves off, yeah. reproduced yeah. times ten, uh, <laughs> and uh, now back back on it, back you know. Yeah. They've had a good slap in the face. Well, yeah, uh, Gilliman coming back will do that to you, I guess. <clears throat> That's true. So, and they've obviously found their refound their purpose. Um, they're they're a funny lot actually in, when you make comparisons to Space Marines because they traditionally, well, a lot of people would think that they're just again bigger versions of the Space Marines, which technically they are, mm. but they're at, rather than individual units because obviously the the Space Marines fight as a collective force you know in units in in le- not not legions anymore in chapters yeah. um <laughs> and you know is that, <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm stuck in the past and uh no, with, no, the, okay. with the with the they uh they they're basically in indiv- they treat themselves as individuals that just come together as a collective cause they're actually individual warriors um just that happen to be ten thousand and all part of the same gang um, so they're all yeah. individual masters of what they do. Um, they train, almost train by themselves, as opposed to again the the Marines, you know, train as a collective. Um, they're they're a funny lot as well because I've, like I was saying to you in the pre-show, I've read that the latest two books that involve them, which is the Carrion Throne mm-hmm. and the Watchers of the Throne, uh, which are two two extremely good books, especially Watchers of the Throne, um, and, and you get to see a good insight into them. Um, and what's quite interesting about them is you they come across as quite arrogant because obviously they they're there just devoted to protecting the emperor they haven't really done much for the last 10,000 years apart from sort of weep a bit um, and yeah. they sort of they look at normal space marines which if you think they they are super super soldiers as we said in the first episode of mini dear mini and these guys are, like I said are legions above but it's funny they don't actually see it that way because they're so detached from no, i wouldn't say detached from reality but detached from the concept of being you know jealous or being superior they sort of they look at marines as kids in in their eyes yeah. which is quite a scary thought and they actually <laughs> they 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 consider themselves part not actually part of the imperium which is quite interesting so you've got all the marines and all the other ones the imperial guard or Astra Militarum, as they're now called, and all the other factions. And they actually, in the story, don't consider themselves part of the Imperium. They're so focused on being the will of the Emperor and focusing on on what he wants them to do. That's all they care about. You know, the rest of the mm. world could be dying, and they don't really care. They're just focused on protecting it, or, sorry, protecting the Emperor, um, which, again, like you said, they didn't do the best job of. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably why they're um, so focused on their job this time around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. and also, what's quite interesting about them as well is that even though they are, you know, arguably the best soldiers in the whole universe comparatively, they spend a lot of the time doing a lot of investigation work. Because again, through the books that I've recently read, where they're you know speaking to people in the Inquisition and things like that, they they sort of people don't realise because they're so detached from everything. Um, people don't realise the, the work they're doing behind the scenes. They're investigating yeah. things. They're checking for you know alien threats and things like mm. that. And they really are doing a lot in the background. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Well, yeah, it's a hard job. Uh, depending on the book, uh, you know, Earth or Terra in the books has billions upon billions of tourists every year coming yep. just to see the palace, and it's forty k. So like one out of one out of every three of those is a chaos cultist in disguise or something. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, so it, it's a tough job keeping uh, a corpse on a giant stasis device safe. <laughs> yeah, uh, you exactly. Gotta, you got to kind of sit around and not stand out, which, I, I mean, they're covered in gold plate armor. They probably actually blend <laughs> really well, blend in really well with um your traditional 40k architecture. <laughs> uh, exactly. I, I think the look of them is amazing as well. They just look, mm. and for people, because obviously a lot of people may never have even heard of heard or seen these, but they they definitely got that uh, Ornstein vibe going on with their armor mm. as well. Definitely yeah, getting that yeah. that look going right. on. Yeah, uh, right down to the weapon as well, because their traditional mm. weapon is they've got an oversized bayonet on a bolter, and then they stuck that bolter on a stick. Yep. <laughs> so awesome. uh, Yep. Yeah. And also they've got uh, jet bikes as well. If you yeah. actually and the, the miniatures for them on the that you can get from Games Workshop are amazing as well. They because mm, they recent because yeah. these were actually the actual miniatures were actually part of um, I think they're in the the thirty k Horus yeah, Heresy board game or, and they've mm. sort of now just brought them obviously to be an actual independent army. The the Codex and the the, the new miniatures came out literally the last couple mm. of weeks. And I said yeah. they're amazing. The jet bikes are brilliant, um, and you've got a lot. Even though they they're quite similar, they're actually got quite a lot of variety at the same time. You know, you've got different types of units you can make within the, using the same kit. So if you buy one of their mm. sort of pre-made, or not pre-made, one of their sort of five-man squads, you can turn it into you know one of three or four different variations, which is quite cool. Mm. Um, yeah. And talking of miniatures, actually, have you seen their sort of main head guy, which is uh, what? Uh, Valaris. Uh, Valaris? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's that's his name, a, yeah. He's got a very big axe. <laughs> yes. He, he's, and uh, supposedly he is the best warrior in the whole universe. <laughs> he's actually quoted as being that. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll send... That, that's what I'll, the Imperium of Man believes. <laughs> well, yeah, they, exactly. They, yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, send, I'll send a link to you, Dave, so you can actually see who we're talking about at the moment. Yeah, well, I'm, uh, yeah I'm just digging through the... <laughs> staring yeah, at these yeah. different armors. His, yeah, min- his miniature is, is amazing. It really is. Mm. It's um, yeah. his axe is <laughs> so big. It's, the, yeah. it's literally. I mean, he. If you think he would be, uh, it's what sorry. It's also a gun. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's, it just it looks <laughs> fantastic. But it's funny when you look at the miniature itself. It's literally almost twice the size of him. And if you so if you yeah. think realistically, he would be what eight feet tall. Eight feet tall at least. So that's yeah. all. That's like eleven foot, <laughs> or not eleven foot. It'd be sort of yeah, probably about yeah, probably about eleven, twelve feet. Eleven to twelve feet. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely huge. Yeah. And it's yeah. a really yeah. cool model as well. And it's the size um, of his torso, so it's yeah, yeah. big. Yeah, it's a big so, yeah, heavy axe. I like yeah. the, <laughs> the the feathers coming off of his um, mm. so it's a yeah, yeah, pauldron. Uh, yeah, I mean uh, the Imperium's big on eagles. Uh, actually, I, I guess a neat fact to do with um, the general custodies design is they're the only people allowed to wear the emperor's personal symbol, which is not the eagle. It's actually the lightning bolts yep, that they've got right. everywhere on their armor. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's the eagle. It's the sign of the emperor." Like, no, no, that's the sign of the imperium. The emperor gets the lightning bolt <laughs> for whatever particular reason <laughs> I don't quite remember. Uh, I just but yeah, they very old they do look cool. Space Marine model. Uh, the Thunder Warriors or whatever they were called. I think that's where that came from. Yeah, that's right, actually. Yeah, because they, they, they're, they're considered the Emperor's sort of firstborn. Um, sort of, they're even pre, 
like I said, Thunder Warriors, which are then yeah. the precursors to the you know the modern day space, space marines. marines. Yeah, yeah, and then they got they just they did like I said everything. I know it's everything's in gold with them, but it just everything looks cool that they've got. Like <laughs> even like their contempt to dreadnoughts would look amazing as well. Yeah. And like their land raiders, look, you know, all their vehicles look great. Yeah, um, oh, I don't know. I don't think I'd fancy painting an entire gold vehicle. I think that'd be too much pressure. Well, it's it's funny you say that because I think there is actually a quite a good way of dealing with them because I was I've been I haven't bought any yet but I'm very tempted yeah. to buy some and, and paint them up and <laughs> they these so if you use Games Workshop's Retributor armor spray mm. um, uh, yeah. as it's actually a really good way of painting them because you can oh, what you can do yeah. is just spray it spray them in that you put a wash over them such as like a mm. you know one of the null oil or uh, one yeah. of those, and then just painting the red bits, and you know the other little touches, and you've, they're pretty much done. They're actually supposed to be a really easy army to paint. Um, That's good. <laughs> so, and I just love the level of detail in their miniatures as well. Mm. They've got a real well, they've got a good, lot. yeah, yeah. Well, um, like, and like I said, it, um, Dolores, he's got like keys on his belt and everything, even. <laughs> yeah. All kinds of yeah. wonderful little details hidden away on the mini. I was saying that though. I think. If I ever bought him, which I may do, is I would change his head. Actually, yeah. I think the and a few and it's funny actually because a few people I read online have thought the same as well. I would just I'll just give him either I'd probably put a helmet on him. I think I'd actually yeah. not necessarily their helmet. I'll just find something to use and maybe you know convert it in yeah. some sort of way. Um, it's almost like his head looks too small for his body. Yeah. <laughs> I think especially with I think his axe. went for a more realistic scale. Uh. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, that's a fair point. 40k has these enormous heads because uh, it's a heroic fantasy scale. It's not like true proportions. And they come yeah. along and they made this guy slightly closer to scale. And it's made his head look very small. Well, his armor is very big, so... His armor is also <laughs> yeah. very big. It is huge. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, like we were saying as well, is you can actually build yourself quite a quick army on these because in the actual... One uh, 40k game set itself, they're actually they're very expensive in points mm. cost. So you can, like you said, you can end up not having to buy that many, and you've already got quite a sizable points army. Because um, yeah. they they end up becoming, like I said, you walking tanks. They're they're just they've got mm. so many in the game. You know, the actual board game itself, they're actually a war game. They've got so many wounds. They're tough as hell. They're just you know they. But mm. I think they're one of those where people are buying them just to add to another army as such. I think mm. where people are buying yeah. them and using them by themselves, they're a bit of a struggle, supposedly. Yeah, Because so, yeah. they're a bit limited. Uh, yeah, the the best uh, ways I've heard is you just buy the uh, the one guy with the banner <laughs> that gives everyone <laughs> better saves and yep. stick him in the middle of, you know, a hundred regular guardsmen and say, you guys are all better now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go do your thing. Everyone loves a good standard bear. Yeah, we've got one custodian with us. We can't possibly lose. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even bring. Well, saying that in the big flag, yeah. Well, that, well, no, but it's funny you say that because in in that Watchers of the Throne book that I've just finished reading, with sort of it's, that's not really a spoiler as such, but sort of towards the end of the book, they they go off to uh, save a planet, and they just all they take is ten of them. They yeah. take there's a few and and a, a few Sisters of Silence as well, which is obviously yeah. there another group that they they tend to team up with which is we'll save for another day but yeah they took 10 of them i mean 
he didn't really explain how successful they were, but they end up surviving. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they no, but that's that they. I mean, it's only because they, that's the number they could get in the in the in the book. That's the scenario they yeah. can only get about ten of them. Yeah. But they were like, "Yep, yeah, we can do it with 10 And <laughs> it's like, <Nah>. "Wow!" <laughs> For, because they're just stories like, never explained this, but they're always like, you know, I took a planet with a hundred space marines. Um, part of me always just thinks there were like five billion guys on that planet. How much ammunition did each person carry? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that. It, it, it always makes me laugh when when the since obviously they've changed the Space Marines to lead from legions of of thousands, thousands to chapters where there's just a thousand. You're thinking that's still not. I know they're super soldiers, but that's still yeah. not a lot of people <laughs> mm. in one group. Yeah. You know, a whole chapter is yeah. only a thousand. I mean, part of it's like a disconnect between the actual lore and the actual tabletop because you play the tabletop and a regular space marine dies to like three shots from a normal gun but yeah. in the lore True. each yeah. one of them's worth like a hundred regular guys yeah it's, and then yeah, you I suppose put them put... in a unit with proper support and things like that yeah I mean otherwise you'd only be needing like two two figures per per your oh, team yeah, also that. and then the game <laughs> the game would go like oh well i guess we're gonna have to play this for like eight hours <laughs> <laughs> and also the fact that I wouldn't make games workshop very much money no. <laughs> if all you need to buy was two of them <laughs> oh but it'd be it'd be super interesting to see like a dwarf fortress level of complexity version where it's like you shot the space marine in the right shoulder you burned his outer dermis <laughs> you slightly scarred his muscle <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he took off his uh, fingernail. He's just—he's <laughs> just a bit angry now. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's pretty much the Adeptus Custodes. I mean, there's yeah. so much lore on them. You could, like I said, we could yeah. literally do a whole episode on them. But that's sort of the general gist there. There, just yeah. look at them as su- the super of super so yeah, the superest of super soldiers, <laughs> yeah. and have got one mission. Yeah, uh, you know they're the best because they got the fanciest golden armor. Uh. Damn right. That's what I mean. I I, I want to upgrade my dressing gown to gold. One's just a boring yeah. navy one. I think. God, imagine <laughs> I had a gold one. Just <laughs> 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 get a, a few, few large feathers as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can just carry a, a twelve foot axe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't need a twelve foot axe. You would probably need like a seven foot axe. Yeah, for, <laughs> okay. for the proper scale to yourself. This this is my ceremonial axe. Yeah. <laughs> and then my wife wonders why we couldn't pay the mortgage this month. <laughs> what are you uh, doing with our money? Uh, yeah, I had to go Nothing. Had to buy an axe. I had to buy an automatic grenade launcher and I had to tie them together. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and and a gold dressing gown. <laughs> and a gold dressing gown. And this nice large set of keys. <laughs> Mm. Yes, and I've changed my name to Valoris. To do oh, God. <laughs> don't, don't, don't forget to say all the uh, consonants and syllables. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. You must now refer to me uh, as Captain General. <laughs> That's his official title, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's Captain General. Yep, and Captain, oh, Captain General sleeping on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. yeah. You can go sit in your captain's yeah. chair. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it be great when you know when you go somewhere and they ask you, you tell them what your name is? That, oh, is that is that Mister or Doctor? No, no Captain General. Captain General Matthew. <laughs> can you tell by my my axe and feathers <laughs> and my gold dressing gown, which is a bit awkward <laughs> to wear in a bank? 
just get like a gold smoking jacket. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, that's good. Enough. Uh, um, that is anyway, yeah, inspired. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. Adeptus Casodes. Yeah, and that was uh, that was unit of the week. It certainly was. Uh, yeah. Well, from from then, I guess we're transitioning on to uh, hobby brackets, general close brackets. Um, who, who would like <laughs> to start talking about the various acts of modelling? I think Dave before? should. We've been rambling yeah. about custodians. We've been rambling on for a bit. <laughs> Dave deserves some time in the spotlight. All right, I'll talk about my um, forays into modelling, where yeah. you know. The catwalk was great. Catwalk, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How has he styled his beard this week? (laughs) Very fashionably, I would say. Yeah. Mm. Which one of your three t-shirts did you wear? (laughs) Well, actually, today... (laughs) Today I'm wearing my Arnold Classic t-shirt, so... (laughs) Nice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but miniatures um, mm. yes. yeah I I began I don't know I actually probably should look and see what year it is because now I forgot um, it's 2018 no no not <laughs> 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 not that year um, I think I'm starting year 9 of Kingdom Death Monster um, nice it's always yeah. difficult to remember because the year ends up taking effect after you do the hunt yeah, it's really weird. Um, so it's a little a little odd on the on that part of it, but year nine is probably what I'm in the middle of. Uh, I meant to mm. finish up the the battle I was doing, but didn't get around to it. It's it's becoming like four hour long segments, so yeah, um, it's just broken up into chunks. I my frightened villagers are <laughs> going on another hunt, and um, oh. they're after the a level two. Um, Spooky boy, the, our everyone's favorite lion. <laughs> oh, oh man, the level two white lion is so mean. Yeah, it's not great. And uh, during the during the the, <clears throat> the hunt phase, uh, we found out that um, he's just been kind of like tracking some other creature, and not not the people. Mm-hmm. Which is it's sort of good, but what that means is that he comes into play with ground fighting because he's already stalking another beast uh and um interestingly enough we ran across a strange guy little little fellow with an upside down face who was carving the stone faces on the ground um while we startled him and he ran off um and in his haste he dropped several founding stones so we we were able to begin the battle with new set of founding stones for everybody Mm. um Unfortunately, I was overzealous and fully equipped one of my characters, so their gear grid was full and not able to... I mean, I could have pretended to, like, have it in his pocket, <laughs> but um, I'm trying to be as fair as I can to the rules, and uh, yeah. so he, he didn't pick up the, the Founding Stone. Um, and then we also ran into a giant, some kind of rock golem uh, that we snuck up on climbed up onto his head and were able to like scout the terrain because we're so high up um wow. and for some reason didn't really explain it but the golem went charging off in the distance and ended up 
running toward the lion. So we also ambushed it by like Whoa. jumping down from the head, lion's head or the golem's head and then attacking the lion immediately. Uh, well, since we have founding stones and uh, I'm not one to look a gift horse in the mouth, I just start chucking them at the, at the lion yeah, from yeah. the get go, and uh, we, for good or ill, um, severed his collywallies in the first go. <laughs> so he was very angry. <laughs> Um, and has been chasing around one of one of the uh, survivors the entire yeah. uh, session, <laughs> questing for revenge against mm-hmm. the one who stole his jewels. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most circumspect way I've ever heard that. It is. Well, he was mad. You know, you can't just take a lion's yeah. fuzzy dice like that. No, I th- it's a known I think, fact. I think, it is. I think my I think my favorite way someone's talked their way around that is said, "Oh, we're going to transition into an arc of JoJo's. This has become Steel Ball Run." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm still in the middle of that. Um, I I think the reason I'm letting it drag out is because mm-hmm. I know that this year is a nemesis um, encounter right after the hunt, and I think it's the the Kingsman or the King's Hand. One of them. Either uh, one is very bad and yeah. um, it's probably just going to end up killing all of my <laughs> survivors that I've, yeah. I've carefully led to um, this point. Uh, and I think that's, that's the hardest thing to, to, to get around in this game is to understand that like they're they're disposable people, technically. Yeah, yeah. But I only have 10, <laughs> 10 villagers, so they're really not disposable. Yeah. <laughs> if they uh. die, everyone's like <laughs> at level one, and all my good ones are stuck with PTSD or stuff that like kept them out of this hunt anyway, which yeah. means they wouldn't be able to fight the um, yeah. uh, the, the nemesis afterwards. Uh, hmm. But I'll, I'll, I'll soldier on through. Um, in other news, I've half finished painting um the the phoenix and that's mm. it's a it's a big figure it's taken up a lot of pots yeah. of paint to to, yeah. to deal with um <laughs> although i did start using a um vallejo's um uh, i forgot what it's called it's a it's, it's a gloss uh mm. it's a, like a gloss mixture so it, it extends the drawing time of the paint so you can kind of blend it um, and makes oh. everything like suitably shiny because uh, theoretically <laughs> the um, the phoenix should be like iridescent and that's yeah uh, it's, yeah. it's slightly beyond my skills of painting it's a <laughs> tough thing to just jump to and go like I'm just gonna paint this crazy metallic looking bird after having <laughs> only painted little tiny guys and um, you could you could try like pearlescent nail polish and mix that in with a gloss medium or something. I, I yeah, that'd hold out. I don't know. You probably don't um, want to test it on the one phoenix you got. No, <laughs> no. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm winging it, and I, I think it's turning out all right so far. So yeah, I'll just, I'll just continue cool. on with what I'm doing. Um, I'm yeah, using okay. two. There's a iridescent turkey. Um, I don't remember what its actually <laughs> name is, but it looks pretty cool. Um, and so I'm using that as my uh, um, model. Uh, to like look yeah. at the pictures of, um, which kind of uh, works out because the the this version of the phoenix is sort of like a turkey vulture. Yeah, um, he has a weird weird it's, bald it's like head. Ghibli, it's got like a Ghibli man face inside it. <laughs> well, we don't worry about that. The, the, the face isn't going to be iridescent. I don't really care. <laughs> That'll be the last the last point. And he has a sweet beard and mustache. His mustaches. Yeah. Um, 
and long creepy hands. But uh, yeah, that's been a, that's been hours <laughs> so far of yeah. just painting that. It, <laughs> it's it's exhausting in its own way, I guess. Um, yeah, uh, for going so long and, and trying not to mess it up. Yeah. And, and plus, I kept like you know googling other people's um, versions, and then I would just get sad yeah. because they were so well yeah, done. Or so you, they, they use like airbrushing <laughs> and stuff, and it just I yeah. don't know, it just pops yeah. really well. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I can't do that, but I'll I'll give it a go. No. <laughs> just try not to mess it up. Yeah, well, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how it turns out. Uh, mostly because I want to see your finished one before I attempt mine. <laughs> yeah, Dave, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. He always <laughs> always ends up trumping whatever I'm doing just because you do really cool um, sculptured bits on the bases that I wish I had thought of. Yeah. Uh, oh, I did see someone, or I guess not someone, but the um, the Kingdom Death Monster Twitter uh, reposts a mm. lot of really cool uh, figures that people have done, and yeah. um, one, someone did the screaming antelope, but added on. I don't know if they sculpted it or found from some other miniature, but a tongue, like a giant tongue that they put in the oh, mouth, ooh. and it looks pretty cool. Um, oh, that was a that was a neat idea, but I liked how you actually put in <laughs> chopped up parts of a survivor yeah. coming well, out of the, the mouth. So, you get so many of them, and I'm never going to model every single one. I might as well toss yeah. one in there. <laughs> yeah, and I'll probably end up. I, I was looking at that, and um, the the white lion uh, artwork in the book has him sitting on like a sort of yeah throne of charnel um but maybe I'll, mm. I'll toss some survivor bits uh and that'll give me an excuse to pick up um blood for the blood god so i can liberally yeah. uh douse the uh the yeah. limbs with that uh it's such a good paint it's so handy to use uh you should yeah. get some if you need it <laughs> yeah uh yeah that's the, that's the turkey yeah, so that's I what I'm trying to do. It's super hard. Like it's way more yeah. difficult than I had imagined. Like it, you look at it, like I could probably draw that easier, but trying yeah. to mimic that in paint is like, oh yeah, I don't know. It's just a specific <laughs> skill set that I do not have yet. Um, however, you know, the, painting this large of a figure, uh, I mean, yeah. I, gaining the experience going forward, if I ever have to do something similar I'll, I'll have a better mm. grasp on it um, i'm sure because yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is it's a figure the size of like your hand if not a little yeah. bit bigger so yeah. it's a big guy um <laughs> but yeah that's what i've been up to in kingdom death monster um, i'm looking forward to getting into the the teens the teen years mm. um if, yeah. if we survive and don't get reduced to zero <laughs> Um, there's just, there's been too many, um, events that I've drawn, uh, that yeah. have just like decimated my population. Mm. Um, and it's just RNG gods at, at play, yeah. um, viciously you, uh... killing everyone. Yeah. Uh, did you get unlucky enough to get the murder event? Cause that was the last event I drew. Um, like, I, or something. I, mean, I drew that in like year two. Um, yeah. and then I, what I got stuck with for a few years was, uh, the, was it rivalry? Uh, yeah. yeah. And so that kept recurring every year and kept like knocking people out of a fight or killing people. And oh, then yeah. they would okay. get jealous and do the same. I was like, guys, stop being petty. <laughs> Just <laughs> shake hands and call it a day. Yeah. And I would yeah. never get the, cause you have to get like a, a, a 10 or something to, to get the mm. actual decent and you learn a skill from it and stop fighting. Yeah. yeah. That never, that doesn't happen. Um, no. But I did, um, yeah. I did roll up another savior, so uh, oh, yeah, we'll good. see. We'll see if that helps out uh, during mm. the nemesis battle. 
which is what yeah. I used when I did the Butcher Nemesis fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think unless you have King's Step, like if you didn't learn that, you're probably much, you're pretty much screwed <laughs> doing the mm-hmm. the Kingsman fight because uh, his I think the skills um, just murder anything standing next to him constantly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and then I um, there was a, a Valentine's Day sale uh, yes. on the the site and. Um, <laughs> There wasn't like there was a lot of cool cosmetic like figures or, or but they don't add anything to the game. There's no, no. Um, tokens or note that, that they add. Um, but there was like a an archivist that looked really cool. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I was out out um, to lunch and, and a Valentine's Day dinner, and by the time I returned home, everything was sold out. So I was like, oh well, oh well, yeah. <laughs> oh well, I'll just chalk it up and not have to spend forty bucks for one <laughs> one figure mm-hmm. that I can't actually use in the game. Yeah. Aside from just using a as a replacement survivor yeah but that's okay i got the black friday ninja and the yeah exactly. what else did i get oh the halloween um the one halloween of the halloween twilight night e- yes yes with yeah. the cool pumpkin base so yeah they're they're mm-hmm. interesting enough and they add they add in um cards you can use during the game um mm-hmm. yeah that's that's my kingdom death um monster mini extravaganza for the last week or two um and then uh, i guess otherwise i've just been staring uh, repeatedly at um the zombicide black plague set uh in yeah. in in the shop and trying to tell me like hey i don't need it don't need it um i want the little figures uh that and um they just got in uh, uh the gloomhaven core box and i was like I want that, but it's also <laughs> it's also like one hundred and forty dollars, and it's, it's uh, not not gonna happen. <laughs> nice nice dream, but I'd have nowhere to put it, and that's way too many more miniatures when I'm still in the middle yeah. of trying to build the the ones I have. Um, mm. However, the same um, publishing company that did Zombicide uh, Black Plague has a more of a dungeon crawl um, game, Massive Darkness. Uh, it's the same yeah, price yeah. as Zombicide, but when I'm looking at the reviews, there's a little bit more replayability and more mm. role-playing kind of going on, whereas yeah. in the Black Plague, you're literally just fighting hordes of zombies, and that's all well and good, but I'm playing these games like by myself, so I yeah. need something that like can entertain me uh, mm. more than just a, like a boss rush or something. Um, yeah. Uh, but the massive darkness might might turn out to do that. Um, so mm, I'm yeah. think I'll maybe uh, next week put that in the uh, wish list, not the wish list, the the old uh, shopping cart, and, mm, uh, yeah, and order it. What <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I'm looking at the preview images for Massive Darkness, and what I really like <coughs> is that they've got a they've got a size preview. They've got the silhouette of a man standing in front of a table. And on the table, they've got the box, and like, this is how big the box is compared to a standard human man. <laughs> but yeah, but like, what, what if that's a child? Like, that doesn't, that's not a very good, uh, I mean, it's a man, okay. <laughs> what is this guy? How, how tall is he? Is he four feet tall? <laughs> you don't, no, the, uh, the box is big. If it's the same size yeah. as the, it um, it says it's 15 inches tall. So. Yeah. If it's similar to the it's Black Plague, the box is big and it's heavy. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, not nearly as much. So the Gloomhaven, that was a big box. Mm. Um, uh, uh, Patty um, from Twin Humanities uh, picked yeah. up Gloomhaven, and uh, he said he had trouble getting it back from the post. And I can I can believe it because the box had to have been like <laughs> fifteen pounds, and um, yeah. it's roughly the size of the Kingdom Death Monster. But if you like squashed mm. it a little bit, it's a little bit yeah. 
taller, I guess, or if you set, set it down. Um, but the, the figures for this Massive Darkness are cool. And then what I really like is the expansions in both this, um, mm. uh, not so much this one, but in um, Zombicide Black Plague and in the Zombicide um, main game, uh, they do a lot of guest artists uh, who will design um, three to four um, survivors you can, or uh, not survivors, but uh, characters you can use uh, to play the game with mm. and um, a lot of those extra um, add-on ones are like really cool looking and that, that's why i've been i almost just wanted to pick those up and not have to spend the money for the game but you know yeah. tw- 20 bucks or whatever for a couple cool miniatures but i'd also like to be able to use them for something um yeah and the, the little spin-off sets for massive darkness it's been out or i guess it was a kickstarter um like the other one so there's quite a few um really cool mm sets and what they do is they add in um it's like three i want to say it's three characters and then a boss like a monster that you have to battle um and then i know for black plague there's a set that's just like four new boss zombies which actually i thought about getting that by itself um i don't know there's a lot of really cool um things that uh, don't have the money for but want to get <laughs> because <laughs> any, because any of these things <laughs> is like always. by themselves like $80 uh, just for the, the base thing um, but yeah. I don't know I think Massive Darkness is probably going to be the way to go uh, as far as something that I can play solo mm-hmm. um, and other than that I've mean, just been seeing all the um, Games Workshop stuff that, uh, that their selection yeah. at the store is fairly large um it's not a games workshop comic shop but it's or a store yeah. but it's a that's what they primarily um deal in as far as what they carry mm. um they did have the uh, i think it's a warhammer 40k starter set i want to say it was 136 dollars and it's yeah that'd be the dark and that one, one yeah it was that one um that was yeah. pretty cool, but again, there was that's like utterly useless for me to <laughs> get any of those. Yeah. Other than if I tried to swing by and they they host a lot of um, gaming nights and yeah. stuff, but that's I don't know, it's not really my not my cup no, of tea. No, I'll just that's fair enough. Play Unless games you by play myself. Against yourself. So. <laughs> yeah, and um, if I was going to do that, I would have picked up like Age of Sigmar or something else. Um, yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, uh, or alternatively, uh, this massive darkness game <laughs> because the mm-hmm. just looking at the little spider guy on the preview pictures is cool. Yeah, that um, one looks cool. I don't know; they all look cool. So I'll uh, yeah, I'll let you know uh, next week when I order it <laughs> and wait for a few days and, <laughs> and and then eventually try to play it. Um, that's yeah, that's awesome. my um, miniatures week. Two weeks, month. I don't know. I don't know what you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> since since last time. <laughs> Unit of time. <laughs> yeah. So that's Matt. Matt is up. Hello. Yeah. Yes. Matt's done. What have I been, what have I been doing? Um, I don't know. Tell let's, us. Let's start with <laughs> let's start with a failure. Um, <laughs> I my plan for last night was as follows because my wife went out to watch Fifty Shades of Grey, so I thought you know what I'm gonna jump on to have a bit of monster hunter world and then what i'm going to do is i'm going to dig out uh x-wing the miniature game um because mm-hmm. i bought the course the core force awaken set a while ago and I thought yeah you know a lot of people seem to praise this game so i thought oh, let's give it a go um and what in reality happened was that i played on monster hunter world for too long 
because I was playing with Vader for a bit and you know we we just got going and then uh, and that ended up in failure but <laughs> that's a different story and um and then by the time I literally took the shrink wrap off um my wife arrived home you know from the cinema and then you know it was one of those where the rest of the evening just went because <laughs> I had to hear about how great 50 shades of gray was um which is what you want to hear about on a miniatures podcast so <laughs> how um, great but, was it no <laughs> yeah, oh it's the best you know i was like i mean i remember i had to sit through the first one that was, that was like watching a two-hour yeah. trailer so less said the better <laughs> um but i have got the i have managed to d- take the the miniatures that come with it out you basically get mm. uh an x-wing and two tie fighters and i must admit their the detail on them is extremely good I must admit, because it's funny, because what I've seen people do, especially on Reddit, is a lot of people like to paint the models even though they are they come pre-painted. And I must admit, most people do a really... You know, I'm not judging them because I'm not saying I'm great, mm. but they do a really bad job of it. You know, we think you might as well just left it as it is. I know that it's obviously to make it thematic, but um, mm. but yeah, like I said, the, the, the actual level of detail and actual paint, you know the actual pre-paint on them on them is very very good actually. Um, I can't tell you about the rules of the game because, like I said, I never made it that far. But um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I said, the actual miniatures are lovely, and I'm I'm going to when I can afford it, I'm going to buy uh, Kylo Ren's uh, Tie Silencer from the latest movie, The Last Jedi, because that looks amazing. Um, but yeah, it's one of those where I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to start collecting these every so often i'm gonna get a game mat off um amazon or something because you can get some really cool space like game mats Mm -hmm. to obviously make Mm -hmm. it quite authentic um so yeah that's i will my what i'll do is when we next do the next mini dear mini episode i will tell you about this game once i've had a chance to play it (laughs) Mm um other stuff i've actually put my uh death guard plague marines together at last um at the moment i've invested in some spray paint so i can start undercoating them and doing a base coat for them um the problem is mm. our weather's a bit because it's been very cold here it's not been the greatest weather here for um yeah. doing spray painting really so i'm sort of they're in limbo at the moment they're staring they're literally right behind me as i'm recording now <laughs> and they're just looking at me i mean they still look ugly but they <laughs> uh, you know they just they're all gray and um like i said to you previously they're I'm looking forward to painting them because I haven't done painting or painted miniatures for a good while that I can't really get them wrong um, you know because they're plague marines they, they're they supposed to look nasty mm. um, yeah. so yeah that's for another day um, after a couple of weeks of waiting my blue horrors arrived because off eBay I bought some Ooh. cinch yeah. um, blue horrors that were going cheap um, because my plan is I'm going to do a chaos demon uh, army, the Sinch army, because then I can use it in both 40k and Age of Sigma, which will be, because and they're both to be really good because we've got a uh, new codex coming out for the Thousand Suns in the 40k mm, side of things. Yeah. Um, actually, I think it's already out. Saying that, I'd be wrong. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's on the list. The problem is, I'm with the miniatures at the moment. I'm quite in limbo. I'm sort of, I'm, I'm buying individual units as opposed because what I want to do is start building an army of some sort. But the problem is, I'm just. Yeah being a bit like a kid in a candy shop really i'm just like oh <laughs> look at those oh no look at those and, and and that's the problem i'm facing at the moment and that's why i think i'm going to start buying some some adept 
Kasodi soon because, like I said, I just mm. think they just will. I, whether I'll make them an army, probably not, but I think they'll just look amazing just to have, yeah. you know, as yeah. part of my uh, my games room here, the Badger Cave, as I like to call it. Um, <laughs> the Badger Cave, the Badger Cave, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, they're next on my list. Um, one thing I am also looking at, which I put on Twitter recently, is I'm looking at the um, the Harry Potter miniatures game that's going on Kickstarter next oh. month. Um, there's a company called Night Models, and I think, I could, don't quote me on this, but I think it's around the 14th of March, there's going to mm. be a Kickstarter for it, and it looks a really cool set. Um, it, like I said, it's going to be Kickstarter, but it's 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 a, a it's similar to the games that like Massive Darkness and Gloomhaven. It's an yeah. in, you know it's a, a fully built in game, but then you obviously yeah. you, uh, you'll be able to add more miniatures. But you know it comes with Harry and and uh, Ron and all the other ones, and the the models look absolutely fantastic. Um, I'll see if I can find you an image for the <laughs> for the mm. Discord, but they look really cool. Um, and I think then you'll be out. They'll be, add some of the teachers and and things like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're yeah. coming. So um, actually, I found a picture for you. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna my 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 main reason for looking at that is I'm I'm not I I like Harry Potter, uh, yeah. Harry Potter maniac. Um, but my wife is, <laughs> so it's like a it's a way of me getting her into <laughs> into miniatures yeah. without her really knowing it. Because in the car yeah. when I told her, so I said, "Look, they're, they're doing a Harry Potter miniatures game," and she's like, "Oh, are they? What's a miniatures game?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I actually, talk uh, slightly off topic, but um, mm. I had this great conversation with the other day where I was trying to explain to her what a D6 was. Because basically on YouTube, I was watching um, uh, a, a 40K battle report. And, mm. and, I said, and I said, I asked her out of the, out of the blue, I said, what's a, what's a D6? And she goes, I have no <laughs> idea. And I was like, well, it's a, you know, it's a six-sided dice. Um, she goes, why didn't you just call it that? And I was like, well, you, well, yeah, you could call it that, but D6 is easier. You got D8, D20, you know, and reeled them off. And then, <laughs> and then she goes, well, why, 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 why do you need a dice with that many sides? And I was like, um, we've got Yokai of the week. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I, I said, look, just go back to doing what you're doing. <laughs> it was just a bit of a lost uh, cause. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'm going back to it. I'm looking forward to that Harry Potter miniatures game. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, one thing I have noticed, um, I don't know if you've noticed it, Cameron, is that for yeah. and you may have done Dave as well. Um, for Necromunda, the new Necromunda, they've for I think literally in the next week only, you can they're re-releasing they're Madonna. Doing the old sculpts, yeah. Yeah, it looks. I'm just on the the, the GW website now. Um, so yeah, you've got until uh, I think yeah, for the next week or so to to order it. And then made yeah till uh, a week today, next Saturday, you've got to order yeah. it. Um, and she's actually and and what I thought they were doing was redoing it, but they're actually doing it in the original metal that you could buy her within oh, wow. years ago. Mm. Um, I'll yeah. uh, I'll say she she uh, I tell you what, she's not aged very well, Ardonna. Um, <laughs> she's looking a bit. So I'll put her in the Discord. Um, she's looking a bit. Uh, yeah, like she's seen better days. But I'm so tempted to buy her because she's only seven pounds. Yeah. And That's you've got to wait thing. 35 days for dispatch, though, because I think they're probably just going to yeah. collect all the orders and then just mass produce her. But I just, I just love her backstory because I remember when I used to play the original Necromunda. She, you know, and I had a few people that used to add her because she was a 
like a bounty hunter. Is that what they used to be called? Mm. The bounty hunters? You know, where you so, can add those sort she's of special like cap. An angrier tank girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do, I do like some of the stuff. She's got like a heart on her plasma pistol and things like that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. But there's some cool little. I mean, the, the chain, her chain sword in the um, the leopard skin print is quite cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like the I like the fact it's got like a almost like a knuckle duster mm. on the um, hilt yeah, of it as well, which is cool. Um, like uh, I said, you got to remember this is a model that was from back in the '90s, and they've not mm. changed her at all. But I think, they you know, to be fair, like she's still repaint either. No, exactly. They've literally just used it. Good with a repaint. Yeah, Which I think they would. Because probably exactly. why she looks like Tank Girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, lo- I love the fact that you know, obviously, if you look at her sort of chest area, obviously you can see it's obviously pay- paying homage to the Madonna outfit yeah. from all those years ago. It's re- it's really cool. So yeah, I think I- I'm for the sake of same with uh, the hair. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's almost that um, so, from that from that the music videos. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I'm I looking at. She's... I keep seeing. I'm, I went to the um, GW website, so I keep seeing these ads for the Malign Portance figures, and that's cool. Ah. Yeah, Mal- yeah. There's some. They're really cool ones, actually. The Malign Portance. We're um, um, we we may be talking about that on another podcast soon. Army <laughs> camera wink. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, Malign the. the the, the miniatures in line importance, which is basically it, the, it's for, it's pushing the Age of Sigma story forward mm-hmm. by about a hundred years, and um, it's introducing some of the new death models, which look amazing. Yes. Um, if you actually Very go good. to the yeah, if you go to Death and go to le- the, under the le- yeah, Legions of the Gash, um, there's some really cool looking new miniatures. Um, I've forgotten the name of them, but I'm trying to find them. That's it, the Morgast Harbingers. Yeah. They look amazing. I think I posted them on Twitter a while ago. Um, I'll I'll put them in the Discord as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, they look awesome. They're some really cool-looking models. And so all all the Death players uh, got their hands in the air going, Yay! (laughs) Getting some attention. Um, (laughs) But yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but again, but the, the, some of these miniatures, the, like the ones I've just posted, they would be great in like D and D or anything. Really, you could oh, do. Yeah. You could go. Yeah. You could go to time with them. But they'd just be a good centerpiece. Yeah. Well, even um, just the um, just the regular Warhammer ones. There was a. Um, I wanted to say Phoenix, but it's not a Phoenix. It's whatever's like a Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> I don't they remember do what it's have, called. They do have an actual Phoenix model. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, not a Phoenix one. though. It's something, whatever animals like that. I don't know why I spaced out, but um, um a Griffin. Yeah, it's probably the Griffin. Yeah, there are a few uh, Griffins hanging around. But it was—it's pretty cool. Just, I just like to look at the. There's like there's like some kind of bridge troll and a bunch of other ones that I. Oh, I, ca- I keep seeing in the um yeah. in, in the shop, and ones. it's like I could use that for something maybe, but. <laughs> <laughs> they, maybe. And they're not—they're not that expensive, so. No, they're not they're, actually. They're not too um, bad for the older individual ones, especially. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because these are harking back to the Warhammer Fantasy um, yeah. days, really, where they've not updated the models yet. Because, well, they, they, luckily they're still not dated. No, I mean, they're fine. Yeah. I mean, um, the zombie dragon still looks amazing and things like that. It's, cause you, yeah. You've got one, haven't you, Cameron? You've got a zombie yeah, dragon, haven't you? Uh, I, yeah. I picked up the vampire on zombie dragon for D&D, uh, actually. And yeah, yeah there you go. It is a really good kit. It's a great model. 
Yeah. Um, and uh, I will probably pick up like a small death horse for Age of Sigma just because I, I need them for D and D anyway. I might as well put together a small Age of Sigma horse while I do it. Yeah. yeah. We, we we were saying that earlier on today, weren't we? The the fact you can use stuff like the Stormcast to be like paladins and things like that. You can. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's also if you if you pick up the Warhammer Quest box set as well. You can, you know, you've got so many characters because obviously Warhammer Quest is or is has similarities to D and D, so you can use, yeah, yeah. yeah so um, they have that at the store as well. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good box set to pick up. Yeah. And the good thing as well with um, Warhammer Quest, I've sort of noticed that you can use some of the figures or some of the miniatures to do uh, Age of Sigma skirmish fights because obviously a- skirmish fights are, you know, are basically. Mm. Well, Similar to like a Necromunda version of Age of Sigma or Mordheim. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, you can use some of the miniatures from that to sort of play those sort of games as well. So multi-use them. But um, yeah, there's some, there are some cool-looking miniatures out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was taking a look at the um, the next gang for um, Necromunda. They're just okay. I don't know. Oh, but, the Orlocks. Yeah. 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 I thought they'd be They're cool. all right. I still think that... I remember the original Orlocks. They're... they're, they're they just don't. I don't know. They just have the same sort of vibe about them, because um, mm. the the well, what I remember about the original Orlock gangs is that they were they uh, they were wearing like leather jackets and bandanas and stuff, but they were quite yeah. fresh looking. Whereas these look quite. I, I know they look like old men. They don't really sort of yeah. have the. <laughs> <laughs> they just. I don't know. They. I. I'm not. I'm not feeling them. These these new Orlocks. Mm. Um, yeah, I've just got a picture now. Um, yeah, they just yeah. don't. I like. There's the guy on the. Um, if it's the same picture, there's the dude on the far right, and he has like goggles, a beard, and goggles. Like, yeah. Uh, that weird little mohawk combed over. Yeah, yeah. he's got that guy, yeah. that guy's cool. shotgun. Yeah, yeah. I like that one, but other than that, they're just okay. Yeah, yeah. they're not. I mean, yeah, they're I don't just know. Not... Nothing. Nothing really. Just maybe it's the color scheme is not helping. It could be the possibly. Color scheme. Nothing's just yeah. really popping out going like, these guys are awesome. It's just like, eh, yeah, it's well, just a gang of dudes. No, I, I know how you need to do it. You need to do it uh, Greece. They got their they got their leather vest, they got their white shirts, and then they got their <laughs> blue, blue jeans. I think that'd be a good scheme for them. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're, yeah. Like, they're a little better on the on the main side if you, like, you can click on the individual. There's a couple yeah. of the individual figures. Hmm. And there's a, there's a guy with two revolvers, I guess. Yeah, yeah he's and cool. he has a a bandana goggles. That's the weird. Yeah, <laughs> and a, he's got a, a sweet mustache. He, I would say the mustache is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> um, so I like that guy. Yeah, I think I think you could do a lot better with them. I think a bit of a bit of kit bashing, a bit of a better color scheme, you could do quite well with them. I mean, some of the some yeah. of the the, the uh, kit bashing I've seen people doing on the uh, the House Escher gangs look amazing i've seen ones with like mm. you know dub twin swords and yeah they can really oh, go yeah. to town um i don't know it'd be interesting to see what the next because have they actually said what the next gang's going to be after warlock um is it van Sar? actually i think it's van Sar. oh that's coming van Sar, which is the the rich ones um oh, they can do interesting stuff with that maybe <laughs> yeah it'll be good i just hope they do some original gangs as well uh, sorry you know mm. new new ones we've not seen before like an actual because obviously yeah. these are just rehashes of the old gangs so mm. yeah hmm yeah we'll see we'll see yeah um so yeah i think that's me 
done. I think actually one one last thing I was gonna say, I'm I'm definitely eyeing up the um Daughters of Cain that are coming out as well. Yeah. Because they look I'm amazing. It's how they end up. Cause, yeah, because uh, they there's some cool looking miniatures in there as well. I mean, they actually yeah. I I I I was sold purely on the trailer for them. If you ever go, if you go yeah, to the the sure. Warhammer community uh, YouTube page and look at the trailer for them, they look amazing, and it's actually like the soundtrack as well. And it just it just it makes you like, yes, I want to buy them. <laughs> it made me feel like an eight year old again. <laughs> yeah, and they they did um they did an artwork teaser for Marathi as well. Yes. Um, because she's got a she's a Medusa now, I guess. Yeah. There's especially cool. going to be two models for her, I believe. There'll be a, yeah. like her in normal form and, and snake as well she, she really needs the model update because her current quote-unquote model is from like the earliest of the 90s uh, i'm not sure it's yeah. available anymore even i don't think yeah you can't even get it on the site anymore so yeah i don't know. yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna google it and see yes. if i can find a picture of the model today. <laughs> <laughs> they all like to jump it looks like <laughs> everyone's, yeah, yeah. Like everyone's standing on one leg jumping but very, they, they, yeah, they look really pose. good. Um, and you could do uh, some really good yeah. color schemes with them as well. Here we go. Hold on. Let me just drop this this beautiful, gorgeous model in the chat for Dave to look at. <laughs> uh, this is this is the Witch Queen of the Dark Elves, straight from the nineties. Oh god, yeah, that's proper nineties. To be fair, yeah. they they made her look good. With the paint job they've done on her, that's probably the, that's yeah, the redeeming. It's a good paint job on a, on a not not amazing model. <laughs> no, but yeah, the, the the new one looks like it's going to be awesome. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that that reveal. So yeah, I think it's coming. It's coming soon now. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I think we're a few weeks away from it. Anyway, yeah, Wonderful. absolutely. I guess it's on to me then. Um, yeah, we've been doing. A <laughs> uh, uh, bit of this, bit of that. Um, uh, so at the start of the show, I complained about pieces that are entirely too small, pieces that are so small that they look like a, a miss, a miss, sort of a break on the sprue rather than an actual product that you're meant to glue onto the miniature. Um, I am, of course, talking about uh, the the wonderful line of models that is Malifaux. Uh, they are really great models. They are ridiculously small parts. <laughs> um, I think the only explanation I've heard is that the Malifaux designer is a 3D artist who doesn't have a lot of experience with putting, making 3D models that are good for sprues. Um, I would believe it. They've been fiddly, uh, every single one of them. Uh, but they are very pretty. Uh, I mm -hmm. have, yeah, I have some on models and the model I was complaining about is called the Dreamer. So I'm gonna pull up a picture of him. Uh, he is he is a little boy uh, with a pillow and a little sort of monstrous teddy thing that he's just carrying around. Um, he's pretty cool from a sort of game law point of view. Uh, so for those who don't know, Malifaux is a uh, this is this is my understanding of it. I'm not 100. <laughs> percent Malifaux <laughs> is sort of a it's a, it's a little skirmish game. It's very heavily objective focused, and from yes, a law point yeah. of view, yeah, from a law point of view, in steampunk London, 
a rift to the dream world suddenly just opened up one day and people went this is a good place to get resources to make london more steampunk we'll go in there (laughs) and build a city in there and we'll call that city malifaux Uh, (laughs) and so um yeah and so as far as the the lore of the game goes the dreamer is a kid who's asleep in the real world um and when he's asleep he wakes up in the dream world of malifaux and he's able to sort of meld reality to his will so he's a summoner character you know he summons lots of little demons to help him uh they're all called nightmares obviously um the part of the model i had issues with was you see that uh i've dropped a photo in the chat um but you see the little teddy bear thing he's holding Mm. one of its legs is separate (laughs) To the rest of it and oh, that's yeah. the tiny impossible piece that i was unable to find once i dropped it <laughs> i so, must admit uh, these malifaux ones yeah. look amazing don't they they are they are beautiful gorgeous models they they're are so unique looking as well <laughs> yeah they're a great design um the the best thing about the dreamer before i forget it is so when he's asleep in the real world he's a ama- oh, he's awake in malifaux when he wakes up in the real world uh, he goes away, and the thing that gives him all his powers, this big monster, pops back into existence and becomes your uh, your leader character while he's a, while he's awake. Um, but because he's still in charge of the dream that is Malifaux, uh, that big melee monster, this giant scary bottle, is called Lord Chompy Bits. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Chompy Bits. <laughs> yeah, which is really <laughs> it, it's, that is amazing. It's fun. He's yeah, he he's a very good model as well. It's it's an interesting playstyle because um the more summoning you do, the faster he wakes up. So your ideal is you spend the first two turns summoning a boatload of little minions, pop out of existence, turn into a giant monster for a couple of turns, and then turn back into the little boy, uh, to sort of continue the game. Uh, he's interesting to play. Uh, he was hell to assemble uh like the the actual little boy part of him was probably like five different parts um, that i had to very carefully glue together because he's about the size of like one of my nails uh one and a half of my nails he's tall enough uh <laughs> um the, the lord chompy bits model was much more satisfying to assemble just because it was big enough that i could see what i was doing um <laughs> uh yeah but model, models for malifo uh frustrating but they're fun they're nice to paint as well i've enjoyed painting them um let me find a photo i don't it's not one i've painted but um they have a unit for the neverborn faction called the teddy uh which is oh just, yeah i've seen that yeah yeah it's just a giant uh stitched together teddy bear Actually, <laughs> he a, looks a nice brilliant <laughs> so He's i'll drop so him in good. the chat oh you find him yeah <laughs> it's yeah, great yeah uh, everyone paints them to look like Care Bears, of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, he does have a little heart belly. Yeah, well, exactly. They're promoting that, I'm pretty sure. It's not, he just wants to cuddle, um, that's all. Yeah, he just wants to cuddle. Um, <laughs> you, you, with, with a teddy and the dreamer, you can do some shenanigans. Um, so Malifo is interesting for a couple of reasons. The first reason is it doesn't use dice. It uses a deck of playing cards. Mm-hmm. Um, so you if you want to attack you flip a card from the deck and your opponent flips a card to defend against the attack and you add statistics for each unit that's being involved and compare to see what you get but you also have a hand of cards that you can cheat quote unquote because it's an actual game rule you're not breaking the rules by doing it uh you can cheat in cards to make your rolls uh your rolls your flips uh better or 
worse if you want to, I guess. Uh, <laughs> um, and the second thing is you don't activate in it's this player's turn and then it's that player's turn. It's one player activates one model and then another player activates another model uh, from the other side. Um, but with the Dreamer, you can mess with that order because a lot of the things he summons have a special rule where once they finish activating, one of your models that's close enough to them can then immediately activate. Um, and also the ones he summons have a rule where they can use an action to pull along a bigger model. Um, so the idea is you start with a teddy, you summon all these little tiny helper demons, and they pull the teddy halfway along the board before it's even activated. And then the last one kicks the teddy in the ass, activates it, and it runs across the board and gets into melee where it, you know, belongs. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you, you can do some interesting tactical stuff with activation order and stuff like that um, it's a really fun game and it's not super expensive to get into no I was going to say know, the prices are very standard. reasonable actually yeah and um, everything uh, they, they sell so any the only way to get a master which is your HQ sort of leader character that you generally need is um they each come in a crew box so you buy mm. one box it's got your leader it's got a henchman which is or henchman or enforcer which is sort of a elite model and then it's got a few um, minions or just uh, high re models so you buy a box and you've got a crew ready to go effectively and then if you want to get some variation you can buy some uh, side boxes to get different more specialist units uh, but everyone's sold in a box that sort of plays to their main strength so um, the dreamer comes in a box with a bunch of the little demons he summons with Lord Chompy Bits and then um a mind flayer called Capellius <laughs> who runs around and eats eyeballs which is lots of fun uh, uh, there's some interesting rules like uh, if you get a certain suit on an attack clip for Capellius the mind flayer for example he's got uh, an activation called I want them both and he gets to make another free attack to try and get the person's other eye stuff like that uh, yeah that's the, uh, the dreamer box set it's called hide and seek Seek, uh, yeah. there's, there's the little chumpy bits <laughs> yeah he, he's a very cool model um, definitely got a Cthulhu thing going on there they? oh yeah yeah a bit um, there are other ones that are even more so uh, <laughs> um, yeah um, I also play uh, another master and that's Jacob Lynch um, he is sort of like the drug dealer master uh, his entire thing is he, he uses a drug called brilliance and if he gets that on an opponent model, it's much easier for his units to do a ton of damage and to target them and things like that. Uh, he works best with a unit called Beckoners, which are um, a doppelgangers posing as prostitutes. <laughs> 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 um, their, their entire rule set is, you know, they walk into range, they see someone like 18 inches away go, come over here. Um, and you can force the opponent's models to move towards you, and then there's an inbuilt uh, after rule to that where as soon as they finish moving towards you, you can say, not that kind of girl, and move away from them. Yeah, the Beckoners. Uh, <laughs> uh, they're are a lot of fun to play. Um, Malifaux's a fun game. Uh, apart from that, I've been doing some D&D stuff and a bit of 40k stuff uh, for D&D. For D and D, yeah, uh, Aaron, you're not allowed to listen to this if you've been listening this far. I don't think you are. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm running, I'm running Tomb of Annihilation uh, for a D and D group involving my girlfriend, Aaron. 
Um, and they are getting pretty near the end. Oh, and Patty, you can't listen to this either. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> you're playing it. Um, so the, the sort of end fight of the entire campaign is um, the general overview, like something stopping people from raising the dead and bringing people back to life if they die in accidents and things like that. It turns out there's a machine trapping everyone's souls when they die um, called the Soulmonger. Uh, it's at the bottom of this terrible dungeon in deepest, darkest Africa, essentially. Um, <laughs> uh, you go there, you find it, and it is trapping all these souls because the villain has an undead god fetus that it's trying to bring back to life by feeding it the souls, and it's something called an atropal, which I don't even know how to describe it properly, otherwise, apart from it's just like a very messed up infant with, um, an umbilical cord that goes to the realm of eternal darkness, basically. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> as, yeah. as is often the case. As is often the case. Um, the, believe it or not, there's not really a good miniature for that. <laughs> so, I've been, I've been working on something to maybe possibly fill in for that. Um, I took uh, one of the Reaper Bones hill giants, and I've cut his head off, I've cut his arms and legs off, uh, and I'm slowly tentacling and sort of uh, dead godifying him up, and hopefully that'll be ready in the next month or so when they get down. It'll it'll take them a long time. It's taken them two weeks <laughs> to do one and a half layers of the dungeon. <laughs> it'll take a while. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's that's my D and D stuff. And then on the Warhammer 40k side, um, I dug up. Uh, some old models from my closet um, got some Chaos Space Marines going uh, some nice. Emperor's Children so Slow Nash Marines uh, even though there's the ever-looming threat of Games Workshop attempting to erase Slow Nash from existence I yeah it's don't. not going to happen it's, I think <laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> yeah. people being negative <laughs> yeah yeah hopefully I mean I mean, <clears> you know they're, they're going for like a more family friendly rating in the setting where there's a god who sits on a skull skull throne surrounded by a river of blood yeah sure um <laughs> it's, i just think Bye. it's funny that that obviously you've got characters and models where they're mm. literally ripping skulls off you know and killing people but that's okay but show a bit of uh bit of boob and then, <laughs> then you know that's totally off off limits it's yeah, yeah, I yeah. think I think with the Slanesh stuff, they, I think they're probably just trying to see what they can get away with in the background. Yeah. Probably, I think yeah. they're, I think from Forty K and Age of Sigmar, they're both gonna uh, get Slanesh releases. I think they're just going to just like I said, see what, you know, yeah. how uh, how family friendly they can go with it. <laughs> really, sort of yeah. rebrand Slanesh. I think. Mm, yeah, I think I, yeah, I think it would be interesting to see what they do with the other aspects because. For the longest time, Slanesh was just a herd uh, sexual innuendo marines. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look at my heavy bolter um, carrying <laughs> very close to my waist. Um, that kind of <laughs> nonsense. Um, but Slanesh is the god of excess and desire, so it's not just sexual excess, which um, the Emperor's Children Chaos Space Marines, their sort of signature unit, uh, is a unit called Noise Marines, who went... Yeah. Uh, the go- the god of excess desires one thing, and it is sound. Damn right, <laughs> it's a damn good riff is what, yeah. what it desires. Yeah, uh, 
they were in one of the Dawn of War games, I think, and um, the favorite, my favorite line for them is just, this silence offends Slanesh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, they're all about, they're all about the, uh, the noise, and um, there, there are a lot of, I, I've discovered recently, there are a lot of just YouTube dubstep tracks um, dedicated to them. <laughs> I can believe that. <laughs> uh, sort, of, sort of the Wub Wub Marines. Um, and <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, the big thing is that um, they can all switch out their regular um, weaponry for sonic weaponry, so they carry around yeah. um, blast masters and things which literally just fire concentrated sound, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, instead of flamethrowers, they have doom sirens, so their, their close-range automatic hit weapon is they just yell really, really, really loudly into a megaphone, effectively, mm-hmm. uh, and, that, and that pops people's heads, I guess. <laughs> but um, you can you can you can still get the um accessories to turn them into noise marines still on the yeah. uh, GW website actually there's like an accessory yeah. pack you can buy yeah so, the, 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 those are okay um personally i'm planning on using some age of sigma stuff to sort of make some more interesting looking ones cuz before they fell to chaos the emperor's legion was all about oh we're going to be perfect because there's so few of us because they were nearly wiped out um, during the expansion of the Imperium and they're like we're just going to be the best we can and so Age of Sigmar's Stormcast have these really nice sort of statuesque sculpted armors and I think you know mess that up a little uh, put a bunch of uh, dubstep guns on everything and it'll look <laughs> pretty good um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I've also hacked apart an old Mega Bloks Dragon Toy and started turning that into um, <laughs> into a Mauler Fiend, which is like a, a sentient <laughs> demon engine thing. Uh, the, the toy's probably not too happy about it, but I had a spare head from the Zombie Dragon Kit and a bunch of spare parts. <laughs> I thought, I might as well give it a go, see what I come out with. Uh, so we'll see how that turns out, I guess. Nice. <laughs> um that's more or less what I've been up to as far as uh, modeling goes. Um, oh, I started painting my Kingdom Death stuff. I've base coated um, and sort of got the beginning layers of paint on a few of my survivors, uh, and we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not really good at painting people. Uh, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, uh, simple. That was me. Nice. <laughs> So we've, we've been busy, haven't we? Yeah, we've been busy boys. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> and we re- and we realised we just don't have enough money <laughs> for yeah. all the things we want. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. When till I get paid? It's an expensive uh, hobby, unfortunately, but it's worth it. Yeah, I mean, I, I got plenty to work with for now. I'll be yeah. okay for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, or just wait for uh, wait for sales on things. Um, also, that on, yeah. On, yeah. I guess on on that oh, note, man. there's a um, well, I don't. It's North America PSN sale, so anyone listening, it's active yeah. there. I don't know. Uh, the flash sales that go on are um, they're unfortunately not across the board. So stuff that pops up in the UK uh, mm-hmm. aren't the same sales that show up here. But um, mm-hmm. the the one going on right now, um, there is a forty percent off on. Um, Warhammer 40k uh, Death Watch and um, Space Hulk and the Space Hulk something or other. I don't remember what the uh, <laughs> yeah. It's probably the Ascension yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the that don't don't for anyone listening. Don't buy 
Space Hulk, the original, by the Ascension one. So that's basically the original game plus everything, all the new stuff. Yes, yeah, it's pretty um, redundant. The first one. Yeah, and and watch the video because that it'll let you know if that's your jam or not uh, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like immediately. Games. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I did pick up the um, Death Watch, and that's that's a lot of fun. Uh, it is actually finished yeah. finished the prologue and um, unlocked like a second pack of uh, cards and lucked into another unit. Um, I don't I don't know how often. I guess I'll find out um, when you get the cards if it's a unit or just some weapons or random other um, uh, drops. It, it's, it's a mix because uh, I played a bit more of it because I got it for Christmas and it's um, yeah you you start unlocking the cards which gives you like your basic weapons and so you can do a bit of variety with your your marines. But yeah, you, you will start unlocking more marines and then you know and it's, it basically turns into a, an RPG. But they I think from memory they you can they do die I think and you do. Mm. Uh, so it's a bit like Darkest Dungeon. Yeah, sort of, well, know, that's what it looked like. But they they definitely say that when you're when they die, you lose them. So it was better to the, to have one or two extras, um, at least in the start, yeah. than than not. Uh, and one thing I, I didn't realize was um, I was busy um, leveling up uh, my my Marines at the end of each mission and mm. didn't understand that those points could um, also unlock their abilities <laughs> so yeah. i wasn't doing yeah. that and so now no one has any unlocked abilities and just has like extra <laughs> extra chance to hit or more hp and it's like oh whoops the, the, the stuff <laughs> the stuff costs so much i was just about to say it's that's very it's like thousands of xp isn't it to uh, yeah. unlock there mm, yeah yeah it's like four thousand to unlock an extra um uh Equipment, yeah, like warrior slot. Um, otherwise, it's like their general attributes. I think are about two thousand. Um, yeah, and you don't get a, ter- yeah. a too terrible amount. Um, one thing that is is nice is as you're going through the mission um, with your with your group, um, any kills they get, uh, the the XP is distributed to nearby marines. So when they're yeah, grouped, is, yeah. grouped a little yeah. closer together, they're getting more of it. And of course, the person doing the the murdering of terrible space monsters um, gets the most uh, benefit from it. it, it it's pretty fun, uh, and it it, it, it approximates, it's not, it's not, I think, the board game, um, or I guess the the miniatures mm-hmm. game. Um, fairly yeah, well. it, it's because it, it was originally a not uh, a mobile. Uh, tablet game it's on ios and things yeah. like that and then obviously they've done a ps4 version and i remember the reviews being quite scathing of it and it, it's one of those games where it's, it is what it is you know it's not graphically amazing but the marines look good and the tyranids you're fighting look decent it's sort of it's sort of semi-replicating the board game in a way it's, it's basically like little skirmishes really it's sort of it's not obviously full-scale war but um it's very tactical you know, as you get on, and obviously the the tyrannids get even more difficult. And I like, I think the fact that you've got the marines, the fact that they level up, the fact you can unlock stuff for them, and it 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 gets you a bit attached to them as well. Which I think you know, having those little sort of light RPG elements. Yeah, and I, I mean, even just doing the the bits that um, opened up to like just the first proper chapter, um, I was leveling up the marines like differently. So some of them yeah. have like way more HP. Some of them have far better critical chance, uh, just depending yeah. on the weapon loadout that they had. Um, and then I, I um, uh, picked up like a flamer and some other stuff, and like a rocket launcher. So I, I got some pretty good uh, early cards. 
Um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to, to play a little bit more of it. Um, yeah, it's it's fun and it's a little you know you can it, it, it auto saves like after the missions, so you can just do one mission and like okay that was fun that was a good yeah. you know twenty minutes That's or it. whatever um, and just kind of just do a little bit um, here and there and uh, it's enjoyable yeah. and it was definitely um, it was like twenty three dollars so that wasn't bad and I, I may may have been I understand like if the re- the reviews reflecting like the full retail price uh, may not yeah. have been as pleased with it at forty dollars <laughs> yeah. but at, at half the price it was uh, perfectly fine yeah I, I, I said, think realistically if you're into Warhammer 40k or, any, or have a little inkling towards it it's worth playing I think if you don't you probably won't really feel it but you know but when you're unlocking more weapons unlocking more marines fighting more interesting tyranids and if you like you know you've got an interest a slight interest into it it's, it's worth it definitely hmm. all right that's uh <laughs> you're in control of the episode cameron yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah what are we doing next <laughs> yeah what's next well, I, I i think we're done i'm not sure yeah. does anyone else one, have anything one one, one one last thing actually i was going to mention earlier i haven't really got much to say on it it's just something i i noticed there's there's a um a game that's a board game that well, it's a war game really. It's called Gaslands. Um, that's recently come out. It's from what I understand. I'm looking. I'll look a bit further into it for the next episode. But basically, it's a guy who's done this as like a little project for the last couple of years by himself. And basically, it's where you buy the rule book um, and a few other bits, which is not very expensive. I think the rule book's about ten pounds or something, so it's quite cheap. And then it's it's like a, a Mad Max style you know uh, using vehicles and you know, a bit of rocket launches on and stuff but what's quite cool about it is that you can use whatever you want in the sense of what you, people are doing if you it's quite cool if you look on like twitter and stuff that people are buying like hot wheels cars and you know basically just going to a toy shop and putting buying like little you know little miniature cars like you would you know you would have had as a kid and then just like you know, gluing rocket launches to it so it's it, it looks quite a cool game and and some of the bigger people in some of the other like some of the games workshop like you know writers and staff and stuff are getting quite you know giving it a bit of attention as well so uh, it's one of those where i think you know it, it'll always be a bit niche but i think it'll be quite a cool little thing to like look into the fact it's you know all you gotta do is buy a rule book and the, yeah and is, is this going through um, is it going through like, the osprey publishing osprey yes it's osprey okay. publishing yeah yeah, right. and their stuff's always um, they do a lot of uh, tactical um, miniatures wargaming. That's their that's their thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I ran into I, I ended up doing a Amazon dive on accident, <laughs> just looking at one or two things. And um, there's some really cool. Um, I think it's I want to say it's Ronin. Uh, um, so it's a feudal Japan um, skirmish, mm-hmm. but they they mixed it up with a couple expansions and they made it a little bit more fantasy on, on some ends and there's ones with like there's like a pirates and, and mutineers there's just a lot of little, little cool stuff and the, the miniatures for those are always neat and you can sub in like uh, like you said like it can, anything can kind of stand in for those you know things because the, the rule books just give you the point values for the specific um, unit cool yeah yeah well I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy the rule book um, and I'll I'll aim to talk about it in the next mini dear mini. That's what I'm giving over. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it looks neat. Um, awesome. Yeah, I might take a look at it. It's pretty pretty inexpensive buy-in for these um, the little kits of the, the tokens and whatnot. 
any excuse to buy toy cars as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and <laughs> get get back into that. Just another collection hobby. Absolutely. <laughs> no, now now I wish I hadn't got rid of all my um Hot Wheels cars. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yep. Sorry, that was the last thing I wanted to say. Yeah, cool. Well, I think in uh, in that case, that wraps us up. Um, well, Matthew, where can we find you on the internet? Where can we find me? Sunbathing, sipping a... Oh, no, no, there's Twitter in there. Um, right, uh, yes, you can find me on Twitter at NinjaBadger7, number 7. And a uh, quick plug as well, because it's appropriate for the episode. Um, myself and Cameron have started a another podcast devoted to 40K, one forty k and Age of Sigmar called Realm and Ruin. Or if you look at it, as Dave pointed out, Real Man Druin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> luckily I'd already spotted that um, yeah it's, um, like I said it's, we, we recorded the first little episode earlier today and we'll it'll be out you know shortly so uh, we'll start you know talking about it it's just we're basically talking about the lore and um, yeah. releases and reviews you know, but it'll be focused purely on Warhammer 40k and uh, Age of Sigma so yeah we called it at, um, Realm and Ruin uh, but like I said we'll start tweeting about it soon um obviously we'll still be doing mini mini dear mini it won't impact yeah. that it's just yeah. something a little side project we'll be doing so uh yeah that's that's me mm. yeah exactly uh and dave well um if you don't spot me on the catwalk uh, <laughs> you can find me <laughs> on, the on uh that's right too sexy with this shirt. Uh, <laughs> you can find <laughs> you can find me on um twitter at sentient underscore plus nice cool yeah um you can also find me on twitter me cameron the person talking to you now uh you can find me on twitter at night underscore twitten uh that's night without a k um and you can also find our podcast our lovely dear um monster dear monster slash mini d mini show uh at twitter as well at mon underscore d monster uh send us feedback uh check our tweets to see what we're talking about next and send in some uh some ideas anything really we'd love to hear from you um, absolutely I think, yes I think we're completely up. <laughs> yes i think yes that, that that'll wrap us up before uh, matt uh, utterly turns into a robot um yeah <laughs> he's slowly being overtaken by the flesh change oh my robot at the end right Oh, yeah. It just it just steadily yeah. like grew worse, but I just worse. I just let it go. It was, you were in the just middle of talking, the last so couple minutes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's fine. I, I'm yeah. a robot. Yeah, that I was. Am called yep. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> that... Oh my god. Okay, yeah, uh, we're yep. gonna have to stop there before Matt and... uh, overcomes us all. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, and we'll see. That, that's the episode. Yeah, yeah that's the episode. Bye. We'll see you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Bye bye. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs>